Today's Vodka Soda Happy Hour is brought to you, as always, by For With the Open Field. Uh, follow us on SoundCloud. That is soundcloud.com backslash happyvsoda. Soundcloud.com backslash happyvsoda. Same spot in the iTunes podcast library, Vodka Soda Happy Hour. And make sure to follow us on Twitter and Facebook. And this is The Open Field, The Open Field. Let's do it. Yeah, come slide. I could really use a ride when the Uber has arrived. I won't even come inside. I just want to get you right. Roll the wood, catch a vibe. We can have a silent night. Long as I'm by your side. Hello, hello. Thursday, December 22nd. Back for the first time in a couple of months with Vodka Soda Happy Hour. By for with the open field. Home for the holidays. Mike, what's up? Good to be back, man. It's awful to see you, but good to be back. Yeah, yeah. Tell myself the same thing Been a couple months. every morning. Yeah, too long. Um, you know, bit of a bit of a transitional period here at the open field. Hope to be on a more regular schedule soon with some more defined stuff in the podcasting realm. But uh, we're doing our best, and here we are, uh, chopping it up for the holiday season. Um, what's Christmas up, man? Christmas special. You uh, you're headed back to Massachusetts soon, yeah? Yeah, I got a flight tomorrow uh, out of LAX, which should take about six and a half hours to are you get gonna, to the airport. Are you going to be spreading Christmas cheer loud and far for all to hear on your way back to Boston? Uh, probably not through TSA, but once I get through that, I'm assuming I'm going to be Christmasly inclined to be loud and obnoxious Christmas-ly as always. Christmasly inclined. Are you an eggnog guy? No, I fucking hate eggnog. Really? Oh, I shouldn't curse as much. Why? Because it's Christmas? Yeah, it's Christmas. It's Christmas. I can't curse this much. I feel like that's counterproductive. Um, I am an eggnog guy. I actually had some last night at Ew. a restaurant, and it was good. It was, like, way stronger than I assumed. It's like, a little bourbon and eggnog is you, – you can't have, like, more than two because you kind of get that, like, pregnant, I might puke on the person next to me feeling. Um, but while they're going down, it's like pretty enjoyable. The waitress gave me a weird look. I was like, it was called, uh, it's called like the holiday nog or something. All my friends got beers, right? And I'm like the asshole getting eggnog and I'm like, is it good? And she gave me a really weird look. I was like, you, you don't like this, but I'm going to get it anyway. <laughs> and it was good. So suck it waitress. Um, yeah. But- I don't like eggnog. Cause I think that all the properties of eggnog can be, uh, substituted with just like a, a shot in your coffee or something crap like that's my idea of a holiday drink <laughs> it's yeah, like just a, it's a bit of a volume thing that's fair are there any christmas songs that take on eggnog uh this is gonna embarrass me when there's clearly one that does and i can't think of it right now but i don't I, know if I don't it know. does i feel like there's nothing about eggnog i'm sure there are references but there are also like a zillion christmas songs um why, why is it a christmas drink why did it become that i don't think it's a christmas drink i just think it's pretty disgusting like qualitatively it's not like you're gonna drink that you know like if you ever drank a white russian in the summer i wouldn't dare yeah like i've done it once and like i mean it's okay but like you get some weird looks it's kind of the same thing like you're not gonna drink like milky alcohol at any other time of the year but i guess you could blame it on consumerism i don't know um but we were we were talking christmas songs um just before i hit the record and I just remembered that my favorite one is, uh, I can't remember if it's Grandma or Grandpa, but Grandma reindeer. got run over by a reindeer. Yeah, oh yeah. That's got to be the best one. Christmas Eve. That has to be the best song for Christmas for everybody with the maturity and humor level of you or <laughs> somewhere in that ballpark. Fuck you, man. My grandma did get run over by a reindeer. 
Th- about, that's a South Park episode. It's about it my family. Um, do you? That, that song's pretty insensitive to people who have actually lost grandparents to reindeer accidents. I don't. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, we're uh, we're reindeer friendly here. I like so. Speaking of Christmas and Christmas music, new chant the rapper. That is probably the occasion for not only this podcast but for Jake's existence. What did you think of the new Chance album or mixtape thing? Yeah, I loved it. So for context, uh, Chance and Jeremy put out a tape today on SoundCloud. Jeremy? As uh, that's how you pronounce it, isn't it? Jeremy? No, I- Jeremiah? I don't know. Um, put out a tape today on SoundCloud, as Chance does, because everything is free and accessible somewhere, called Merry Christmas, Lil Mama. Um, it's just Chance and Jeremy. Hannibal Barris is on the intro, and he has no name Gypsy, um, a Chicago rapper who he's done a lot with um, in the past on one of them. Um, I, think it's, I think it's really good. Um, the Should Have Left You in 2016, I think it's pretty cute. Um, really cool hook, really good melody, very upbeat. Um, the track two, um, snowed in is, I think, sexual enough to put Santa himself on the naughty list. Um, (laughs) the Bruno Mars album, the 24K came out like two weeks ago and this is flat out like a better romance album or EP, whatever than that. And no knock on Bruno because 24K was dope. But I mean, there's just nobody else in the world that can straight up infuse like, just wanting to hunker down with uh, with more than a friend um, and centered around Christmas and have it be good. That's the thing. His his entire sound and vibe when he's putting out everything from Coloring Book to Acid Rap has been that that smile, like uplifting sense, um, and he takes a new spin on it, makes it new wave, all that stuff. The fact that he brought that to Christmas didn't sacrifice a bit of identity and was able to just create something that once it gets the traction that I'm sure it's going to get in the coming weeks leading up because people are going to come home for the holidays and you know people are going to talk about it amongst their friends stuff like that it, this is this is bigger than we're talking about right now I think I think it'll I think there's a lot of songs on this album that are going to be played multiple Christmases forward I think he's that big right now yeah, I mean, maybe these are my favorite Christmas songs, you know? Maybe, fuck, maybe. Fuck you, Dominic the Donkey. Um, Speak, I mean, like, in that sense, though, when you go home and you want to listen to Christmas music this week, if you're a fan of him, which a lot of people are at this point, he's going to take over a lot of uh, a lot of weird living rooms coming up in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, I'm home right now, man. It's uh, it's going to be played. And, like, moms, moms are down with Chance the Rapper. I think that he sure. is – I think he's the only – artist i've ever listened to in my lifetime um who was like you know concurrent with the time like not somebody that was around when my parents were younger and like would have just been mutual interest because of how big they were only person ever who's been concurrent that my mom like asked me about first like a few months ago and like she was still was like she's like he's so cute like i loved his snl like yeah 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 the moms are down with chance no i agree um really cool tape Again, it's Merry Christmas, Lil Mama on SoundCloud. I'll be doing a Chance as a Superhero uh, about it at some point before the day is out. Hannibal's um, hysterical. Yeah, he's the best, man. It's so cool that he's, like, friends with all those dudes. Yeah, and, I mean, I think he's probably just, like, a genuine dude. You know, I think everybody seems to like him and, like, I don't know. Just He's he's the best. Hannibal or Chance? Uh, Chance. I think Hannibal as well, but Chance. Yeah, I was going to say I watched a uh, pretty long like documentary slash stand-up comedy thing from Hannibal when he went to Edinburgh. 
Um, they followed him around for like three weeks while he played mo- like three shows a day and stuff. It was pretty wild. But he seemed like the most normal, like want to get a beer with type of guy. And for him to be on this just right off the bat, first of all, in, in track one is just like a testament to what chance might be like a little bit behind closed doors. And it, it, you know what I mean? Like, I think that, that his group that he hangs out with at this point is so, uh, it's so unique and different that he, he's quickly escalating himself into the category of like, he dropped something a la this, that is just, it's going to stop you for a couple of days while you listen to it and get the whole scope of it. He's, he's becoming something. Yeah. I mean, not a lot of dudes are going to put out a tape and have like 15,000 retweets within like, you know, five or six hours. Um, yeah. kind of speaks for himself. Speaking so on SNL though, right? Yeah, I you did. Said, I did. I watched the highlights. It was fresh. Did you have that moment that – I mean you you had the moment a lot earlier than I did, but even in my late chance tag-along was one of the – I had one of those like holy shit he's on SNL moments when I was watching it. Yeah, I did mean – Did you he, have that? No, because he's – I mean I did, but like he's been on SNL like – that was like the fifth or sixth time. Like they yeah. think he might be the host next year. He was on the voting for it. <laughs> yeah, I know. I just like – that was the first one that I really – sat down and I watched the whole SNL and it was like, it, it was a weird moment. I just, I was looking at him and I'm like, Oh yeah, this is the guy Jake told me to tell my friends about so I could look cool before they came out kind of thing. Yeah. He's all right. Um, speaking of crazy people, do we, are we going to talk about Kanye West? I would like to briefly, What's, um, you mean, you mean 2024 Kanye West? Or I don't do know. Mean, just in general. I mean, it's, it's all like one pulsating dude right about now. Yeah. Yeah, if you put the E on the end of Frank's track, then uh, <laughs> yeah, Kanye's Kanye's blonde has <laughs> certainly responded to a lot differently than Frank's blonde. Yeah, he's fucking crazy, man. Is he off the rails or is this a stunt? I mean, I think no, I think he's been off the rails. I mean, I said it when um, when he did like the MSG thing, um, and he was on the tweet sprees for a couple days, like with the he did the Wiz Khalifa thing. Oh yeah, and um, and then like all the Zuckerberg stuff, they're like fifty three million in debt. I was hoping that he would like go on a crazy rant at Governor's Ball because there started there was rumors are going around about, um, like they would get divorced and what have you, like around that time a little bit. Market yeah. King. <laughs> yeah, I think he's that'd be so funny. I don't know. I think he's been off the rails. I mean, you can't. Yeah, just, yeah, you just can't be in that light for that long and not go nuts. And like, it's pretty sad because the Kardashians just like destroy everything they touch. But you know, you could have seen it coming a long ways off. So you're so you're going with destroyed though. I mean, I, what is I mean, what is destroyed, right? I mean, like he's rich right. enough to like he could go hide out and rehab for like seven years, and it wouldn't affect his you know his net worth that much. I don't think so. Like you know, what is destroyed, and you have every resource available to you in the world. Um, I I don't know. I mean, the you know the whole the going to Trump Tower thing was you know as much a distractionary stunt for the president elect. Um, it was just like, I don't know. I mean, shit, I wrote that. I've been writing that for like a year that they're the same person, you know? I'm surprised yeah. it took that long for them to hang out. If anything, I'm surprised you didn't speak at the RNC. Yeah, you, you wrote the Kanye-Trump comparison before Trump was legitimized, even as a, as a possible POTUS candidate. And uh, yeah. I guess yeah. I, yeah, you were dude. way, way early. Yeah, I don't know. One of your, one of your first columns for us, for the open field in the first place, was Trump Yeezus. yeah. So, uh, you know, I don't know. I mean, it's, yeah, it's just, I mean, I, they've always been master branders. So I guess it's, I don't know. It's just wild. Um, so keeping them separate though, this, this, uh, you know, destruction or, or deterioration, I guess, of Kanye West in front of us 
my first question of this is, is this going to lead to music? Uh, I don't know. I was hoping that, like, the prospect of a divorce album was really getting me jacked up, but he's obviously got other things. And the thing from, like, the, the last thing I'm going to say about it, but the thing that really annoys me about this is for, like, it, it always annoys me when people are like, ooh, Jake, you're a Kanye West fan, and, like, it's just always i've just always deemed it a not a lesser intelligence thing but just a lack of critical thinking on the part of people who you know just give the the standard oh i like his music but he's such a douchebag like yeah so do i but like whatever like you got to be able to separate that shit you know what i mean i mean that's like when that's like knowing that, that that's like it's it's like knowing your friend you know as a buddy relative to how he or she is in a relationship right you don't know that side of them so it's like you've got to be able to separate those things and just of of all things for of all things for the president elect to have to to stick his orange fucking claws into and and swiggle it around is Kanye West because like I'm never gonna stop listening to his fucking music and like supporting it but like it's just like goddamn dude like you does everything have to overlap now with Twitter does everything yeah. have to fucking overlap like can't one thing stay out of this it's just like God fucking damn it man yeah i was just like sh- like you know like everything sucks anyway do you have to ruin kanye west for me like it's just like dude like come on just give me one just give us one thing just stop like i yeah it's just like fuck man but i don't know not surprising just disappointing i guess right so if it does if it does lead to music or not the idea of the two things inter- intertwining is it's just enough to <laughs> to take a little bit of credibility away from the argument that Kanye West is more than a spectacle, I guess. It's just, I don't know. We're, we're living in a movie as far as I'm concerned. So whatever. Black mirror. What? I said black mirror. I've been yeah. watching a lot of that. It's a good show. Alrighty. Um, speaking of good shows, Grayson Allen, Duke jr. <laughs> uh, a bit of a two, two, one hybrid, Super athletic, um, looks like Ted Cruz might actually be Ted Cruz playing Elon last night in a fairly close game and tripped a kid very obviously for the third time in less than a year and is now suspended indefinitely per Mike Krzyzewski. What do you, uh, what do you think? What are you, what are your Grace and Allen opinions? We, uh, had Dan, uh, at Dan Patrick today, they had Coach K on um, to talk about the suspension for about 10 minutes. And a couple of things I'm going to say about that. First of all, when you watch the video from last night's Elon game, what you saw was a kid who didn't bring the best game to the gym because he was playing Elon. And in response, he got hit in the mouth a couple of times by guys that were playing like as hard as they possibly could because they're playing Duke. Naturally, Grayson, with this self-inflated sense of who he is based on the national titles and the accolades and being the probably the pretty boy big man on campus for the last three years, felt a sense of entitlement against this lesser Elon kid. Kid blows by him. Grayson tries to cut him off in front, like front him. He Euros goes back across and Grayson just lashes his foot out, takes a big old swing kick at him. Then... The next 10 seconds are the most important for me. They show Grayson after the foul, and he's mouthing, and he's saying things that you can't understand. But the ends with a very, very loud and a point, and his mouth says, piece of shit. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and to me, that was the moment where you realized what the situation had become, and it, it became 
one person feeling that he is entitled to you laying down as opposed to competing. He got upset. Coach K in the moment, now listening to him today, what he said was in the moment he didn't see the reaction on the bench where he freaked out. He didn't see the kick to its full extent. He then said to the reporters, you know, I'm not going to suspend him for, for whatever. Like this is just an isolated incident. Goes back, watches it suspends him, comes on Dan Patrick today and speaks about how he's really concerned for Grayson in in his mental state. And Dan kept asking him, trying to get him to confess that he's like a, a mental head case or has something actually wrong with him in, in a sense of like he has an anger problem or something like that. And Kay wouldn't let on to that. But from the most part, what I see is, a, is an athlete in, in Allen who needs a uh, needs a sit down and, and to be shown that he really isn't what he feels like he is right now. And Coach K is the best person in the world to do that to somebody. So that's kind of how I feel about the situation. And then I hope Grayson figures it out. He's a great player. The, lead, the NCAA is better when he's playing well. And, uh, yeah, it's just a, it's a tough story, and it's a kid that needs to learn a lesson. I mean, he's point. not going to – I don't think he's going to play for the rest of the year. You don't think so? No. Because, like, well, I mean, no, that's bold. But like, I don't know, but, like, thing is – Calendar he, year or season? Uh, I was thinking season. I mean, he's probably going. At, well, maybe he'll come back next year. It doesn't really matter what year he goes. He'll be in the same position. Right. Um, well, I don't know because like because they're so they're they're over. They've they haven't had this much talent in like at least a decade. So yeah. if they if they're still in the top five, you know, in a month and a half with a defined seven man rotation, like there's going to be no reason for him to come back and play unless yeah. um, you know something's going wrong. Because he's pretty, you know, he's pretty famed for doing that. Like he could, by this point, he could have established like two five man rotations, like Kentucky did two years back when they when they yeah. lost that, you know, thirty two and zero or whatever in the um, in the championship. Yeah. But Krzyzewski's not going to do that. He only plays seven eight man rotations, so that's not going to happen. Um, I don't see any reason to. And like, I mean, because he looked pissed last night, and then he did the Patrick interview. Like, you're just yeah. I don't think it. Duke is the that was this is what I wrote today. Duke are the Patriots of college basketball, yeah. and you're never you know that was why you saw you know Suleiman um, just get shocked for you know what was probably a you know a under the rug now rape charge you know two three years back. Um, nobody's bigger right like Suleiman was a stud. That was a kid who tied the Syracuse game on like a thirty yeah. foot three pointer um, at that what you know that like game with like fucking you know 90,000 people or however many people were in the dome that was inflated but you know what I mean yeah. anyway like yeah so it's just this is what they do right like the best two kids are reasonably well behaved uh well spoken and execute and if you have behavior like that like you're fucked but like yeah I'm for for what it's worth I'm all about it I think it's absolutely fucking hilarious um he might have an anger problem but like honestly I just think he looks like a complete pussy um, but he's also one of the best players in the country, so it's kind of funny. But yeah, I would assume he's entitled. I've heard he's a total. I know a couple people who um, went to Duke when he was there at the same time and said he's like one of the least liked people on campus, um, wow. unless you're like blowing him or something. Um, so yeah, I, I I didn't think it was that surprising. I just thought it was hilarious, um, to be honest. And it was just so much more egre- it was so much more egregious than the ones last year too. Like last yeah. year was comical, and this one also was comical. But it's just like, dude, what are you doing? How are you throwing a hissy fit on the bench? Like when John Shire in a full suit is like trying to hold both your arms down oh. to like calm you down. I can't believe they. I, I thought they should have just taken him out of the game right there. Like for good. Grayson Allen. Grayson Allen is a more athletic version of a John Shire, and that's why I think Shire was the guy who went over there. Where Shire was like this in the same kind of role as as Allen is, being touted like 
the Duke hateable guy, you know? It, well, yeah, they I have it in yeah. I mean, they have, they have the Reddick and all that, but it's just like he's way better than any of the, He's way more athletic than any of those dudes were. Way more. Like, he's going to be a good pro. He's a liability defensively, but he's like a perfect six-man. He's, he's going to be Chandler Parsons at the next level. Yeah, he'll be, like, he'll be good. Like, he'll make fucking – he'll make some good contracts. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I but don't – But that's how I feel about it. Yeah, I, I, I'm not surprised. Same as you. Um, I don't think he sits the whole year. I think he sits, like, two or three ACC games. But is it going to matter? Because, like, are they going to – I mean, yeah, he'll probably – he probably will play when they come back. But, like, what if they, like, don't lose in the next two months? You know what I mean? That, right. He might be out of the rotation. Because, like, for I'm all saying. you know, like, we could – yeah, like, fucking Kennard could wind up, like, getting ACC oh, player of the year. He's like, next. He probably gets the if he gets the ball handling duties, he could just be like a Kyle Anderson type and just fucking low fit. That'd be so sick. Just play a slow yeah. man. All right, Duke's, um, Duke's in a good place. They're fucking. They're really good. Uh, speaking of things, I'm not surprised about Tennessee Titans. Oh Jesus, Tennessee Titans. The last thing I wanted to do was to give you credence for this. They are fun to watch, and if anybody else sneaks in that playoffs out of that division. I will be upset. Yeah, I mean, they control their own destiny. They just got to beat the Jags on Saturday, which I think, you know. Not a layup. No, but I think we can assume that they should be able to do that, considering how if well they're a been. playoff team, they should. Yeah, yeah. I'm. Can they just beat Denver and Kansas City in consecutive weeks? I'm feeling pretty good about it. Um, Get the we, best young quarterback in football, Jake. We do. We do. Um, got to beat the Texans, which I think they should be able to do. They lost the... They lost a gimme early in the year. Yeah, man. Um, I think third third leading rushing attack. Um, really boring head coach who apparently has a set of nuts on him. Maybe reminds you of uh, Bill Belichick. Yeah, Delaney Walker's great. Um, I like uh, the team. And I, I don't think that they are uh, a, a huge threat to make like even the AFC title game, I guess, at this point. If they do, that's a huge step in the right direction, obviously. But getting in the playoffs for them this year would be that platform they need to next year take the leap that we thought the Redskins were going to have this season. Fuck the Redskins, dude. You know what I'm saying, though, right? Like, yeah. Redskins snuck in last year. Yeah. You get, a play, you get a playoff game under the belt of all these young players. Then next year they come in with the idea that they're better than a lot of people and they play well and win the Jacksonville games that they're supposed to. I, I want them to get that 60 because I want them to have that trajectory upwards because I think the – the Titans would make the NFL a better product because they're one of those teams that when they slot in, you that can balance out the AFC. If they went out, they get the four seed. That's amazing. Yeah. They could have a home playoff game. Yeah, yeah. Win, win, win the division. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the biggest issue is when they've just been boring for a long time and now they have a cool young quarterback, DeMarco Murray. Um, Taylor Luan is like – Taylor Luan is that classic like – Michigan um, left tackle product with a couple of tats who's like definitely done some drugs, um, which I think is interesting. Um, nobody, no studs on the D line save McCourty, but that'll or on the defense save McCourty, but that'll change. Uh, but I think the biggest thing is that it's looking pretty likely that Bon Jovi and Peyton Manning are going to buy the team within the next couple of years, wow. which would immediately make them like a top five most interesting team in the league. Rebrand probably. It'd be fucking tight. <laughs> the Tennessee Paytons. <laughs> if they rebrand, do a little bit of that fun stuff you're talking about. Yeah, I don't like that though because I'm I, I like really enjoy making fun of Peyton Manning. So I'm like, gonna really enjoy labeling you a bandwagon Titans fan when they're really good. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> like, what happens when Peyton eventually gets like goes to trial for putting his balls on that girl's forehead when he was like 20? You know, 
Right. What's going to happen is the it'll have to be in the state of Tennessee, and the fact that he's an owner of the Titans is going to get him some uh, <laughs> some leniency with the judge. This is all a long con. It's ridiculous. Yeah, that's how he's going to get out of it. Um. So you this, Peyton, before we Why? move on, um, what did what did you say that the Titans remind you of the other day? Who do they remind you of? Oh, I didn't want to bring this up. The Titans sound a lot and look a lot like the O one Patriots. Yeah. They have that young quarterback that a lot of people are circling as like, watch this space for a minute. He could become an all time great. Uh, I know it's young. He's young, and it's early to say that, but. Clearly throws one of the best balls in the NFL, and he's getting mature. He's getting more mature every single week. The Taylor Lewin interview is what sparked me to say that to you because if you haven't heard it yet, he was on with Rich Eisen a couple days ago, and Taylor Lewin is one of the funniest people in football. And I just think that a guy that's wearing the Titans jersey in that still shot while he's talking like he is, you got Mariota, you got guys like DeMarco Murray who were outcast and, and upgraded upon at other organizations sneaky great players like Delaney Walker. This team is due for the bust out, and I, I the 0-1 Patriots would be an extreme example because that would be Super Bowl right away. Um, but, yeah, they, they have the personality and the flair, and people are starting to trickle onto the bandwagon slowly, and I think that they could come up against one of those big, like, like Rams and the Super Bowl types where it's like, oh, they're unbeatable, and then they beat them, and now all of a sudden they're thrust right into the top of the forefront of the NFL. So that is the trajectory that it looks like is going to happen. I hope because it's you, something awful, awful happens, <laughs> and, and like Mariota gets traded for like Matt Barkley or something stupid. Uh, I, I don't know what the hell could go wrong with this situation, and I'm praying something does. But, yeah, they scream O one one Patriots. Hypothetically, this is the last thing on the Titans – uh, hypothetically, if the Titans get into the AFC Championship in Foxborough, what's the score? Uh, I think the score at halftime is 14-14. Everyone freaks out. The Pats come out, win the second half. The final score is 35-17. Oh. And, then, and, then, and then it comes out that Bill Belichick actually kidnapped Mariota at halftime told him that he wasn't going to free him from prison if he didn't throw the game. Oh, no, that's that's longest yard, sorry. Something scandal-related would happen if they played each other. The Patriots would win, and I would never be able to shut you up. That is what would happen. I was just thinking the Titans would win, but that was a long-winded answer. What would you do I, if that happened? Would you kill yourself? <laughs> if the Patriots lost the Titans? Yeah. All right, a couple things would happen. First of all, I would never write again online. I would delete all my social media accounts, change my phone number, not tell you, and then just live in a remote area without any connection to the world. You would find me. You would you would just riddle like the Fox Sports Radio account every day until because just knowing I see it. And yeah, you would. First of all, I wouldn't have a choice what I would do. You would probably force me into whatever I end up doing anyway. So. <laughs> I have sort of oh. talked myself into the Titans winning the Super Bowl. What would Bowl. you do? What would you do if the Colts ruin everything that you are optimistic about? Oh, for this season? Yeah. It'd be a bummer, but it's going to be irrelevant as long as they went out. They control their destiny, so it's impossible to feel bad about it because they're two games. Yeah, nothing, nothing could go wrong this week in Jacksonville. <sighs> I mean, that would suck, but I just, you know. I'd... You're Gucci, man. Yeah, yeah, you guys totally aren't going to lose to the Giants in the Super Bowl again. No way that'll happen. Yeah, well. Anyway, um, 
What else? Michael Floyd. Do you want to do Michael Floyd? Is there anything else? I don't really. Just a fucking I'm pissed about Michael Floyd. Why? Why do we have to take on that problem? I don't know. It's not like he killed somebody. Well, I get that we're it's doing it. It's better than a Ray for, Rice video coming out. We're, we're getting it for the compensatory picks. We picked him up for that, basically. Yeah. But I, I just hate that he has to stand at a podium. Bill has to stand at a podium today and answer questions about that fucking video. Yeah. Like, why, why do we have to do that? Bill. I mean, you guys have no fucking receivers. That's why. I know. Well, yeah. He is definitely, like, from a from a personnel standpoint, it's an amazing move. makes so much sense. But if he's not going to give you anything this year um, on the field, then why in week 16 heading into a playoff where you're supposed to be focusing on gearing up? And they had done a relatively good job staying out of the spotlight in terms of, like, the NFL. It's, like, been, like, Dak, Odell, and Zeke. You know what I mean? Like, why did we have to assert ourselves into the the pundit conversation? Because now it makes it – it changes the vibe around the franchise. Yeah, I mean, you know, you guys are – I don't doubt him. I don't doubt Bill, but – Class X, Patriot way. It's the best. Gods, That's the Demigods. Um, yeah, I mean, the Giants are going to win the Super Bowl against you guys 14-10. to 10 on a fumble return for, like, seven yards and a, like, three-yard slant that Beckham's going to take for, like, 68 yards. Oh, so you're describing the the Cowboys game? Pretty much, yeah. That would suck so bad. (laughs) (laughs) And then then Uh, we have a chance to win it at the end, and Michael Floyd runs a streak, and it goes right through his hands with nobody within 30 yards. And then he gets drunk and falls asleep. At at, at the head of the plane. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I hate it. So, yeah, we didn't have to do the Michael Floyd, but I just wanted to sound off how I I don't doubt the move from a personnel standpoint, but I just don't like bringing that negative energy into the franchise. Yeah. Well. Also, all the friggin' Pats haters are loving that take today. The whole, oh, what does a DUI get you in the NFL? A spot on the Patriots. (laughs) You're just like, shut up. (laughs) That is the worst. Smart people out there. Oh, my God. Smart people out there. Um, what do you got? That's really all I got, man. You see Bieber in that coat the other day? Oh, he is. Uh, what's the next step for Bieber? I don't know. He's probably just like. Ab album with Kanye? <laughs> yeah. I feel like if I was him, I would just like go hang out somewhere for a while. <laughs> Uh, if I'm Bieber right now, the number one thing I'm doing is not exactly what he's doing. <laughs> if he, he lays how low, old is he? he? Is he, what is he, like 20? Is he our age, right? He's got to be younger. Like 23. I think. I think he's like a year or two younger. I feel like he's got to be a pretty serious candidate to do the um, 27 club. I was just going to say that. But like, oh. yeah, I wonder. I don't know. I, I feel like he doesn't do a lot of drugs. But then again, I really have no idea. So. I don't either. I couldn't tell you for the first, for the most part what he does with his life, except for driving cars around his backyard, crashing them into each other. Sounds like an awful time. It does. Um, so you're home for the holidays. You're in upstate New York. Indeed. Okay. I will be home for 48 hours from Friday to Monday. Nice. Just two days. But uh, Christmas, quick conversation. Have you, Are you... And I, are you a big fan of buying your parents' gifts or no? Because I, I have to make this decision. I mean, I'm not a fan of it because I would prefer not to spend money. But you know, it's it's something something we're obligated to do at this time of year. No. 
What's the rule about having to buy presents and then fly them home? Oh, uh, I don't know. I mean, probably make sure they can fit in your checked no, baggage. No, I mean, like, should I, I? I'm thinking about buying them on Amazon and just having them shipped to the house. Yeah, do that. Just be like, hey, lady, don't open them. <laughs> Makes sense, too. Uh, yeah, so I'll be home for a couple days. Uh, a couple people that listen are in town, so let's get together and watch football. Uh, fantasy football, we don't like to talk about that, but I am in the finals of my the, – the bad finals, the loser final. And the loser of my league gets his belly button pierced. <laughs> I was going to cut all this out until you said that. Yeah, it's uh, – <laughs> It's I got I got one week of games to save my belly button. So there's no there's no rule as to how long it's in, um, but mine would be out by the time we left. All that would happen is all the whole all the guys all twelve dudes would go to Claire's. I mean, make sure you take a video. No, that'll happen. That'll happen. Good, 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 good. All right, man. All right. Good talking to you. Happy holidays. I hope that the Titans lose every game from here on out.